Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two artists whose names sound similar, but the music sounds very different. This week, we're talking about Goo Goo Dolly Parton. I am Jared. I'm Dax. I'm going to wait you out this time. Oh, no. He's Caleb, and I am Tyler. No! Come on! (laughs) That's one way to do that, and I don't like it, but it works. That was good. Every time that we say something like that, when we were going, when we were little, me and, me and Caleb, we we went to church and there was this kid at church named Caleb Tyler. And every time this happens, <laughs> I think of that boy, think of that young man. So every He's time what happens, Caleb. And every Tyler. time they say, "I am oh, Caleb," I am Tyler. I see. I see. Caleb okay. Tyler. It's yes, I get it now. I get it now. Yes. All right. So Dolly I will. Be, I will begin. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Okay. Anywho. I'll start with Goo Goo Dolls, I guess. I thought we were starting so, with Dolly Parton because we start with Dolly Parton. Oh, snap. We don't have to do it that Let's way. Let's start we with never... Dolly Parton. Let's end with Goo Goo Dolls. Come on. All right. I have a lot to say about... All right. Okay. <laughs> Becky? Hey, y'all, Dolly Parton, y'all remember when Dolly Parton was on Hannah Montana? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because she's buddies with Billy Ray. Yeah, buddies She with is Billy Miley Cyrus's godmother. She is. is she really? She Miley is. Miley Cyrus did a version of Jolene. Yes, she did. A very good version. So it was really good. When Miley Cyrus released that recent song about her mother, was she actually talking about Dolly Parton? I hope so. What was her mother was dead? She that, wasn't no, the she, show, so I want to I think, think yes. Dolly Parton's mother's probably dead though. Mother's daughter. Uh, uh. Yeah. Dolly Parton got her start recording with Porter Wagner, a country singer. And they had they were released several albums together where they did duets and, and things. And then they, she left and started her own solo career. And she wrote the song, I Will Always Love You, about the professional breakup from Mr. Porter Wagner. True that. So they weren't even in a relationship, a romantic relationship. They were in a, a musical partnership. And that's the, who she wrote that song about. One of the it's best love true. songs of all time was written about a professional like co-worker. Yep. How do, I believe if I remember, and I, yeah, it could be wrong. That he was kind of unhappy with the whole situation, but then eventually he came to. She released, or she, she replaced a singer that he had duetted with previously. previously correct. Yeah, named series. Norma Jean. Oh, that was her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she Norma did. Jean. Then, huh? Goodbye, Norma Jean. They got they got all firmus. They got what firmus? Yeah. Uh oh. So here's another little thing I found. Yeah. Elvis Presley indicated that he wanted to record the song I Will Always Love You. Parton was interested until Elvis Presley's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, told her that it was standard procedure for the songwriter to sign over half of the publishing rights to any song recorded by Presley. Parton refused. That decision has been credited with helping to make her many millions of dollars in royalties from the song over the years. So... Good old Colonel Parker, who is a he was a very uh, bad, bad man for Elvis's life. Really, bad he, he hombre. Kind of, mm. Bad hombre. Very bad chicken. <laughs> a bad knockoff. <laughs> but yeah, Dolly Parton was not. She probably would have made a lot of money on that song had Elvis recorded, but she also would have lost out on a lot. And so it's a good thing she kept that, like that she had that much pride in herself and stuff. Yeah. Dolly Parton is also one of the few 
artists to have uh, received at least one nomination from the Academy Awards, the Grammy Awards, the Tony Awards, and the Emmy Awards. Wow. That's a lot of awards. That is a lot of awards. Is there a name for that, getting all those awards? Dolly Parton. Oh. It's a major award. (laughs) (laughs) Give yourself a handshake. She she earned uh, Academy Award nominations for two original songs. The song Traveling Through for the film Trans America, about a, a trans person traveling America with their son. And uh, oh, really? For the song, I think it was called Traveling Through or something like that. That's, no, that, what, you that's just what I said. Just said. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really matter. That's the song I like the best. Though. Well, she's a Kennedy Center honoree, in case you didn't know. You want you want some other from, little facts about her from O six? Uh, you know Steven Spielberg was. On <laughs> That's all this has been so far. <laughs> well, I got it. I got it. That sounds familiar. If you want to hear it, okay, yeah, do that. Andrew right. Lloyd Webber and <laughs> Smokey Robinson. You know what? You're talking about all these. <laughs> all right, so I watched that I used to watch it every year. Shut up, Tyler. The song "We Used to" by Dolly Parton. Let, let's hear yes. a little bit about that. Huh. Didn't that sound a little bit like uh, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin? Yeah, it sounds 100% like it. Yeah, did I they... showed that to Tyler, and he was like, oh, I know this one. And then she started singing, and he was like, <laughs> she didn't even do it. It's because <laughs> right, right after he's like, all these covers, she did like, you know, 20 covers. He's like, check this one out. And I'm like, oh, she covered that? No. No, she didn't. You know who else probably covered that? Train. Uh, what? Yeah. Wayne from mm. Wayne's World? Nah, Train. Yeah, Train. Train uh, probably covered that song. What's fun is Led Zeppelin stole that too from a band called Spirit. Yeah, we talked about that yes, in the Zeppelin did. episode. Yeah. yeah. Go back and listen to that. Yeah. In, in 2009, Dolly Parton did an interview with Mr. Larry King, and she had th- said that she had written at least 3,000 songs in her career in 2009, mm. so 10 she, years uh, ago. Having seriously written since the age of seven years old, she's been writing songs. And they're real. They're I love, real songs. I love Jared's, I mean. Jared's reading they're, voice. They're real. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I always know when Jared's reading off of his phone. Even when I'm not there, I can I can hear it. <laughs> He's not there. I'm sitting right here. Thank you. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. I know the truth. <laughs> Well, you know what? She became a film star, too. She was in a bunch of movies. And yep. she ended up writing a lot of songs for movies that she then stuck on albums or or what have you. As like the, for instance, well, 9 to 5 was written for the film 9 to 5, which is mm-hmm. a really she pop- was in. Uh, yeah, a popular movie. Uh, well, she was with those in the leading roles. And then she ended up sticking it on uh, the album uh, 9 to 5 and Odd Jobs. And, man, that was like the single that was kind of weird. That was what she single for it i'm like you know didn't people already know it so they're already it's kind of weird to release as a single it's already been released but that was like the the uh central song on that entire album it's a good song you know the the yeah it's this says uh her association with her breast that's why it's illustrated real. in the naming of the sheep dolly the sheep that was cloned oh since the sheep was cloned from a cell taken from an adult Ooh, mammary gland. You. You. A you. A oh. you mammary gland. 
How about that? That's it. She's named after Dolly the sheep, the first clone sheep. She's named after Dolly. Dolly Parton. Born Dolly Rebecca Parton, named after the clone sheep, Dolly. Born in the foothills of the Smokies in the Tennessees. So while we're talking about nine to five, uh, you know the Aesop Rock song, Nine to Fiver's Anthem? Uh-huh. He, uh huh. He he takes some of the lyrics from Dolly Parton's song. I listened to that last night. And I really didn't get anything from that in terms of we can we can play the exact clip for you. Yeah, it's okay, like play three fourths. I won't be able through. to hear it, but play that thing. Yeah. Okay. The first words. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Yeah, and that part right there. Yep. And then go into Nine to Fiver's anthem. Well, we'd rather be supporting ourselves by being paid to perfect the pastimes that we have harbored based solely on the fact that it makes us smile if it sounds dope. Bumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of Same lyrics, yeah. It's a good way to. It's a good way to do that. I like. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that was great. Always get Aesop Rock into these these episodes. If you haven't listened to the Aesop Rock episode yet, go back and listen to it. Yeah, Kid Rock's the good band. I think. Oh, what we shut said. Up. I think that's what we. I think you'd have to go back and. Yeah, you should. Go. Listen she has to recorded forty six studio albums. Oh my god! Good. Her that's most insane. recent was a children's album. What is there a record song? She wrote kids song, like they're all like songs she wrote rather than like the oh that's jewel the jewel kid album where she like you know did no she wrote she wrote these songs like about bullying and stuff about uh, (laughs) did you say about bullying yeah I thought you said about bowling and stuff which would also make sense thing to write about oh this is cute she has a song called you can do it. That's, that makes me feel good. You can do it. Oh, wait. What is that? Is, is this she has the, a is song this called Chemo Hero. Called what? Chemo Hero. Chemo Hero? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chemo Hero. Chemo Hero. Brave little soldier. Brave little soldier. Okay. I had a question. There's a, bonus, there's a bonus track on that. I had a question, and no one answered it. Is there a record for the most studio albums? Does anybody know what it is? Mm. I don't know what it is. No. It's Probably that. I'm sure there is a record. Hey, you know I found this other that, thing that was really interesting. So in, I looked this up. I thought, no, now that we bring it up. Uh, yeah, Zappa had 109 albums. So Frank Zappa. But I bet you can't guess who beat Zappa with Buckethead. Yes. Oh, yeah. Buckethead. <laughs> I forgot about Buckethead. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> so, I, that that performance by from Buckethead oh, at, at the uh, MTV Awards with GNR, where. Where he ran out of breath because <laughs> he ran out on stage. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Pat hey, we should, has a really great bit about. We oh, should do a record roundtable episode of Buckethead where we listen to all oh, three hundred no. of his albums. <laughs> oh, what well, you know? We could do that next year. Oh, well, we the whole the whole year. It's just Buckethead year. Okay, so in two thousand seventeen, Dolly Parton appeared on Kesha's album Rainbow. Performing a duet of the song "Old Flame," "Old Flames Can't Hold a Candle to You." That track was written by P.B. Siebert, who is Kesha's mother. Mm. Oh. So Dolly Parton recorded that song in 1980 for her album "Dolly Dolly." Dolly. 
Dolly, Dolly, Dolly. That's a weird album. So that's crazy. I don't think I've, I don't, I've never heard of anything like that where like somebody writes a song, somebody records that song that was written. And then years later, what, 27 years later, the daughter of the songwriter records the song with the original singer who was then her mother. That's, yeah. That's crazy. That's like an old my my own grandpa kind of scenario going on. Just about. <laughs> Come on, that's biologically impossible, but all right. Uh, is she really country? Can you really be country when you just make pop songs? And sing with the country. She's accent? country. She's, She's very country. country. You heard nine to five. Listen to it. Well, no, go back and listen to her stuff from the sixties. Cash on the she, barrel. She had country albums, and then initially, she delved into yes. pop. Initially, and then she, she had mixed country them. Albums. She's, yes. She is the OG Shania Twain. Well, I was going to uh, say, isn't it really weird that we somehow found a... a it's amazing. That it's we amazing. had a Goo Goo Dolly Parton episode, which was a band that you saw live <laughs> and a country pop singer. And then we and also had same. Shania Twain, yes. which was a band you saw live and a country pop singer. At I don't know how we Dolly did it. Parton's from Tennessee is not mm-hmm. you know, from Canada. She's the only 10 I see. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wubba wobba wobba. I think she lives in Sevier County, if I remember correctly. She's got a home in Sevier County, which is the nicest. Doesn't she have Dollywood somewhere? She yeah, does she have Dollywood. County. Yes. That's outside of Pigeon My grandparents Forge. went there. Does I've never been. I'll, I'll have to go. She'll have to invite us now that we've recorded this episode about sure. her. Hey, she Dolly. Does do send a lot. Us, she, she does, does do a lot in terms of giving back to Sevier County. What have you. Well, we are, we are a county that she should give back to. <laughs> yeah. So she uh, had a voice in the film Nomeo and Juliet as Dolly Gnome. Oh. Whoa. Ooh. Still, she is still married to Carl Dean. Yep. He's never, he, he's only been to one of her concerts. That's and probably he, why they're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess he, he has stayed out of the public eye basically forever. Like he never goes to anything with her or anything like that. But they, She's like, yeah, people think we don't spend time together, but that's because like he's not in the limelight. So they spend time. She's like, yeah, he does sweet things for me. He buy, you know, he does nice things and he writes me poems. And like, I mean, they have a, a great. She said, it's my first marriage and my only marriage. So that's nice. Well, yeah, you're still married. Well, what she's saying is, I mean, that her first love and I mean, a lot of people in in Hollywood. Wait, in Dollywood. She's not in Hollywood. Yeah, thank you. It was she's her first love. She said it was he was her first love. So does that make her mean? Uh, make him that okay? I'm gonna try that <laughs> joke again. <laughs> Did you say <laughs> that he oh, loved her or she loved him? Oh my god! I don't know why it's a mess right now. I'm losing it. <laughs> she must be a hog for his love. That was terrible. Wow, that was oh, not worth the. That was not worth yes. it. I wanted to introduce the okay because last episode I promised. <laughs> There would be two Sesame Streets and one Muppets, and I can't let the viewers down. Uh-huh. So here's a little bit of Dolly Parton and Miss Piggy singing Hug for Your Love. Oh my God. Yeah, let's go! All right, I think we just wanted that part, and we don't want any of this music. I don't know about any of this. this is- I'm going to fade it out now. There it goes. Okay. Yep. Wow. They also, uh, that was the Muppets, and Sesame Street had his character called Polly Darton. 
That's really let's really quickly listen to a little we bit. We don't have I mean, yeah, just do it real fast. Yeah. I don't think it's really that great. I'll tell you right now, you might think that Dolly Parton isn't a country singer, but I think Polly Darton might be. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, sounds like it. So that's our that's our Muppet and our and our Sesame Street for now. And also, I really look forward to seeing how you somehow make my introduction of that video sound even slightly feasible. It'll be fine. Great, great. I got another. That sounds familiar. Do it. So. um I did not know this for the longest time. I knew both of these songs, but Ghetto Superstar got its hook from Islands in the Stream. Yep. Yeah, it did. I don't know how I never knew that. Like, can we, do you want to play them both? Do it. Yeah, play them both. Let's hear some ghetto superstar. You're an ODB. Man, man. a thing i have a reminds sing. go ahead that reminds me of weirdeth albert i'll get there. we can get there in a minute. i have a story about ghetto superstar real quick so um i was at the dentist and they were, they were doing something like a cleaning or something and uh the 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 dentist was like yeah they, they couldn't get that out of their head so they kept singing it and i was like are, are you, what are you doing and then she just started breaking into song with Ghetto Superstar, and like one of the assistants came in and was like giving like a backbeat. It was the weirdest experience. What time was your appointment? Oh, don't do it! Don't do it! It was at one forty-five. Oh man! <laughs> oh, the last time, the last time I had a did said it for weird. I love that that cut out. <laughs> I love that that cut out on our end. We're never. We're don't say it again. We're gonna let that be cut out. That's he great. didn't even say it. He it's, said two thirty. Oh damn it! Not four fifteen. Huh? Do you even get it? <laughs> Do you get it? Four fifteen. Yeah. Two thirty, huh? <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, Jared, didn't your mom one time do karaoke on that one song we were listening to just a minute ago? Wouldn't that be your I mom too? About that, yes. yes. <laughs> on my, uh, I believe it was thirteenth birthday party, we did a karaoke party, and uh, my mom and her former best friend sang uh, "Islands in the Stream" together. And it was very strange because of the lyrical content of that song. What an age to learn it at. You know, I had a similar story. I went to Florida for spring break once, and my buddy, who went with my friend's parents, essentially, and my my good friend and my friend's mom, not his mom, another friend, sang that at karaoke as well. And all of us were out there, and we didn't realize the lyrics beforehand, even though we were familiar with the song, but it was a little disturbing. 
Ooh. I feel like there's a story there. Ooh. There is, but we're not talking about on this podcast. Because no, we're, we're talking about Goo Goo Dolls now. Uh, no, I got a little friends. bit more. Listen, she had a song with Billy Ray Cyrus because he had a group called Brother Clyde. And she co-wrote <laughs> and performed a song with Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. Brother Clyde. You should have mentioned that when I mentioned yeah, her being on Hanny Montani. Yeah. But you didn't. Uh, you missed your chance. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you a very quick... I have one cover that you must play, and I have a I have a that sounds familiar actually. Oh wow, boo 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 and stuff. But so she has done a butt ton of covers because she's had forty six albums, and it's like you know what else are you gonna do? You can't write a song every time. So she has covered the song "The Story" by Brandy Carlin, "Blowing in the Wind" by Bob Dylan, "Helped by the Beatles," "Walking on Sunshine," "House of the Rising Sun." She you know the song she drives me crazy. She did that song, but she just called it Drives Me Crazy. She didn't put she. Oh, she covered the song Lay Your Hands on Me by Bon Jovi. She covered After the Gold Rush by Neil Young. And the song I'd like you to play that's on the playlist. Collective Soul that she covered. <laughs> Collective Soul. I was like, That's, I don't even know how I, I found that somehow. I don't know if I saw it on the on like an album I was looking at or what. But I, great. That's great. But yeah. Okay. So then do my uh, that sounds familiar. Boo 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 stuff. It's uh, towards the bottom. It's uh, Eka Mouse. Joey Joey. Almost as good as Ride Shania's Train. <laughs> yeah, that was there, that was dub Joey. Yeah, dub some dubby, some reggaetones. Yeah. So let's switch to the Goo Goo Dolls. I saw them in concert. Yes. As well as Train, they were very good. I've been wanting to see Goo Goo Dolls for a long time. They're in Buffalo, New York. I have family that lives in Buffalo. I have a connection to Mr. Goo Goo Doll himself. That's where Wings were. Wings. The Wings in the Falls. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, John Resnick, the lead, the the right now the lead singer, but I'll tell you a little story about that in a second. His name is Polish for butcher. They signed uh, a a contract, a record contract with Metal Blade Records for their Ooh. album Jed, Hold Me Up, and a boy named Goo. Metal Blade Records. 
Mm. It's a heavy metal record label. Hmm. How'd they get there? Well, they've got that one. Uh, they were like, in the early 90s, they were a punk band. They were a new metal band. Their, their bassist was the lead singer at one point, Robbie Tackick. Mm-hmm. He and he, he's sung sung lead on all of the albums, but he's have never had a. So I don't know why he they keep having him do lead vocals because like, I mean I get it I guess because John Resnick I guess I mean he didn't want to give up the full reins, but he's kind of had less and less songs every album. But at one point, I mean John Resnick only had three songs where he sung lead, and the guy, the other the bassist sang lead on the rest of the album, hmm. but. All of their mainstream pop hits, all of their ballads, and you know, like most popular songs, John Resnick wrote. So, and when I saw them live, he sang lead on two songs, and he did this little thing where he kicked his leg up, and it was funny because he's kind of short. So it was like, I don't know, it was kind of funny. That's hilarious. So they're most known for their song "Iris," that was in that uh, film "City of Angels." Boys to Men covered it. Boys to Men covered it. It it peaked at number one on the air, uh, Hot 100, and Iris was ranked as the number one top 100 pop song from 1992 to 2012 by Billboard in October of 2012. Number one song hmm. for ten years. Wow! Hmm. Wow! The they picked their name from a ad in a True Detective magazine for a toy called a Goo Goo doll. Was it a boy named Goo? A little little yeah, it was toy. Not a boy named Goo. Go what about a boy named Scooby Doo? That's a pup named That's a pup named Talking about the name, he said, "We were young and we garage band, not trying to get. We had a gig that night and needed a name. It's the best we came up with, and for some reason, it stuck. If I had five more minutes, I definitely would have picked a better name." <laughs> yeah. Everyone always says. That. I mean, it's it's stuck well. People people know the name. It's not like a bad name. No, but you give love a bad name. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, it's a suiting name to their later things. I don't think it suits a punk band or a garage rock band. No, but it suits a pop rock band. It I does mean, suit them in terms of their current music. I go styles. see a punk band named that. I don't know. It'd be pretty great. You'd listen to a punk band. Somebody did in the early uh, in the the late eighties. Yeah, they did see a punk. Yeah, some for they were when they were punk. Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think I really know anything about the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't either. Sounds like a bad Hollywood girl punk band. That's Mm. what that name sounds like. If you want to make it a punk band. I know. On their very first record, they said we had a lot of beer and a lot of truck stop speed. A lot of pot. I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah, which they is said that, about their is yeah, that their self-titled Jed? Because yeah. that sounds They're like self-titled. Jed. They're very. F- Look at Jed. Jed. He's got him a pint of liquor in there, driving his truck. That was on Metal Blade. Oh yeah, he's doing the front. Iris is a good song. To say? That's really. It? I said Iris is a good song. It is a good song. It's what about Slide? Is Slide a good song? Slide okay, so Dizzy Up the Girl. I've never I don't think I've ever listened to the full album, but it has quite a few good songs off of it. Mm-hmm. So I I think that they hit their stride because this was I mean, the the late nineties was when this type of music was successful. And mm-hmm. they they played into that sound very well. So it's interesting that they had all of these different like sounds to them early on 
that didn't work because that sound didn't work at that time. So if you have something like like a garage, like, you know, like everything else that they were doing that I, I'm not familiar with at all, there's a reason. But then in the late 90s, they were making the music that worked in the late 90s. So, of course, they blew up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Their record, A Boy Named Goo, on the cover, they have a baby that has, you know, like... A boy who's covered it. in goo. Yeah. But Walmart pulled that record because people thought that it was blood. Oh. So Walmart was like, yeah, we're going to pull the record. Now, it's Walmart jam. claims that they pulled it because of lack of sales, but I doubt it. I'm sure they just pulled it because people complained. Yeah. But John Resnick was like, it's called a boy named Goo, and he's got it's like on the blackberries title. on him. It's on <laughs> the jam. Title. It's clearly What's jam. What's wrong with you guys? Some bloody jam you got there, Goo. Sometimes blood is goopy. You want to do that that thing that's on there, the Sesame Street thing? Uh, absolutely, always. Oh, they were on the, the Twister soundtrack with Shania Twain. Well, look oh at my that. Gosh. Look at that. <laughs> we've, we've really come to a full square. <laughs> four four yeah, acts square. That, were, that work perfectly together. We have... <laughs> he also he also recorded um, a song, two songs for the Disney film Treasure Planet. Always know nice. where you are, and I'm still here. I like that song. I'm still here. So here's Goo Goo Dolls on Sesame Street, where they're gonna sing a song called Pride. Oh, oh hi, Goo Goo Dolls. Hey, Elmo. How's it going, oh, okay. Elmo? What have you been up to? Oh, oh, Elmo's been a very busy little monster. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Elmo whisper in my ear I really want to hear The things you did today That satisfied you Elmo reached the highest show He got dressed by himself And Elmo wants to say He's filled with pride, yeah When you've done the best you could <laughs> And you feel really, really good Yeah You're feeling that pride I'll tell you right now, Goo Goo Dolls look a lot happier to be on Sesame Street than Train did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody was happier than uh, Telly Monster when R.E.M. was on there. <laughs> he was he was a happy monster, that's for sure. Uh-huh. He was a furry a happy furry monster. A furry happy monster, indeed. Uh-huh. A furry happy monster. Yeah, it's no fun. It's no fun when somebody is featured on Sesame Street or anything that's like in that realm and they're like not into it. I've talked about this multiple times, I'm sure, but like this, the artists that are on Yo Gabba Gabba, which is very similar to how Sesame Street is, most of those artists seem super jazzed to be on there and like look like they're having a very fun time. And like, it's not fun when you're like trained and you're like frowning the whole time while you're making. It's definitely, it's definitely not fun when you're like trained. Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's not fun anyway. Yeah, it's not fun at all. So the Goo Goo Dolls covered comfortably numb. With Fred Durst. Ew. Oh, <laughs> that's Play too it. bad. Play it now. It was Wish You Were Here. They covered Wish You Were Here. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Fred Durst is still in it, right? Yeah, Fred Durst. Still valuable.
awful yeah i'm not not a fan of that one yeah i mean fred durst was in it singing so what, yeah what that, that would that would Agreed. do it for me that would definitely do it for me you only have two guys in this whole thing and so what you uh, you the two guys are covering pink floyd with limp and you're like well both of us singing stuff but then you just bring in limp biscuits of all the options you? that you have you're like you know who yeah. would you know who would really fit with this song really well it's Fred Durst. That's the one. That's the <laughs> why, one. I don't know why you've even brought anyone in, though, to sing for you. He could have done all by himself. Sing. Oh, there's only technically two members of the band. Well, they had other people touring, but I guess I they didn't realize. They have touring members. Yeah, they have th- three other people that are touring with them, but none of them are in the actual band. That's interesting. Google Dolls really... are only two people? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's now, what I'm saying. Well, they had former members, but nobody actually like joined the group when they toured with them. They all wanted the to get out of Goo Goo Dolls. The one with John darker Red. hair looks like uh, Tommy Wiseau. I can that's see that. John Resnick. No, that's not John yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, no, the dark. Tommy. Yeah, I could see dark yeah. hair guy looking like Tommy Wiseau. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the guy that kicked his leg up. <laughs> he sang, he sang um, a few leads at the concert that I went to. You can tell he's short just from the picture of his face. I on know. Spotify. That's what I'm saying. Look, he's doing a little thing there. He's... Um, they, well, I will say one thing about the concert. So I got exactly what I wanted. It was raining the whole time, and Goo Goo Dolls came out and played, and they played in the rain, and I was able to stand up and sing Iris in the rain. It was great. What a Because I watched this one YouTube video. Iris they did in a- the rain. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You were ready for that somehow. You knew it was coming. Anyways. They did like this benefit concert, um, like a, a give back to Buffalo thing uh, in like 2004, I think. Oh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a free concert and like over 100,000 people came to the concert and they played in the rain and they, they had it recorded. And I, I watched this YouTube video of it and it was very beautiful. And so I got to experience that in real life. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So another song I like is the song Long Way Down. And the band, the the metal band Haste the Day covered that song. Not enough screaming on this podcast, you know. Mm. I mean that. I'm not being. I'm not being sarcastic. Well, let's get some. Let's get some screaming on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That. That was it. That was the one I was looking for. Did I I mention that I Avril Lavigne performed Iris with the Goo Goo Dolls at this Fashion Rocks concert in 2004? Nope. Hmm. It's on that list. We don't have to play it, but I just I could bring it up. He also John Resnick sang on a Cash Cash song. You know the. 
the like electronic. I don't even know what yeah. you, what would you call that dance music or whatever. I would say enough. The, yeah, that seems fine. But yeah, he he. It was just him. It wasn't the the goo goo the the dolls, if you will. The, there's two dolls apparently. Yeah, it was yeah, just one goo goo doll, one doll. There's one goo and one goo and two dolls. They also had a song in 1991 for the Freddy's Dead Final Nightmare movie. I'm awake now. You get it? Oh. Yeah. Because it it gets you when you're sleeping. And he knows when you're awake. And he's awake awake now. now. Dolly Parton's the good band. Agreed. Oh, Everybody's going to say this? Because it's true, Caleb, Jared. What do you say? Reality here. I, I have we, one more we, thing. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they recorded a song with Paul Westerberg of The Replacement. He he wrote a song with him, oh. It was co-written. John Resnick and Paul Westerberg, who John Resnick grew up you know, admiring and stuff, they got to write a song together called We Are The Normal. Hmm. We so are. I thought that was cool. We are. We are so we here's what I'll say about if, if we're voting now. I was th- like I was very now. torn about this because I would I would say that Dolly Parton is the better artist, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think I enjoy the Goo Goo Dolls more as a band. They have way more songs that I like. I respect Dolly Parton a lot. Like in my research of this and listening to her stuff and seeing how much work she's put in, how many songs she's written, that like she is legit, and I, legit. I respect her. But I would prefer to listen to Iris. Dolly Parton mm-hmm. covers Collective Soul, and this is what you do to her. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Jared? I know. I'm a, I'm a sham of a man. Sham God. of a man. So I'll, I'm picking the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay, I'll go Dolly Parton. But it was very tough. I'll go Dolly Parton. I I don't I don't I listened to the the two artists, and I liked Iris, and I liked Slide, so I probably would like that one album. But I probably wouldn't like anything else. And I, I respect what Dolly Parton has done. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to go Dolly Parton. So, yeah. There you have it. Sweet. Spotify what did, agrees. Uh, Dak say? He, he said, said Dolly Parton. He said Dolly Parton. So, everybody says Dolly except for me. <laughs> yeah, L- right. Listen to this. Listen I to this. It feels good. Hold on. No, this is important. Uh, Dolly Parton is 475th in the world on Spotify. Do you know what the Goo Goo Dolls are? Probably far, farther back. They are, they are four hundred and seventy-eight. Oh, oh they are off no. by three places. That's pretty oh impressive, no. right there. How does it even show you that? If you go to about on Spotify, it shows you. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They have just like, wow, they are really, really close by monthly listeners. What about fall? Let's look at the follower. One point three for the Goo Goo Dolls. Dolly Parton followers. Ooh, only eight hundred twenty-six thousand. Oh wow. 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 Dolly Parton has... Wait. We already said who's the good band and the bad band. They're in this now. Dolly Parton only has like 10,000 monthly listeners more than the Goo Goo Dolls. Good. Wow. Good, good. It's a close call. I hope it reflects in our poll. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Me, too. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Make sure you like us on Facebook and vote on our poll on Facebook. Listening. Okay, wow. Maybe they should Freaky Friday. What it is. What it is. is. Okay. We're not doing any more two. We're not doing two ever again.